Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ah, and we are live. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Graffino. This is Are You Serious Sports? I see all of you on the Facebook. I see all of you on the Twitter. I hope we're making it a good one. I know that we are as well. As always, guys, go ahead and hit that like and hit that share. We got to have a great show in store for you today. Ed Orgeron speaks. Edo went on off the bench with Jordy Collada and T-Bob Bear, and he had a lot to say. Something that I mentioned last week on Bill is King about the position groups in the in the position and the position group that I thought was the deepest. Ed talked about that today. A little bit of the wide receiver, a little bit of the DBs. We're going to break that down. Also, Mike Scarborough joins us at 645, talks some LSU recruiting, not just football, but basketball. I know we talked about Musa Sisse yesterday. We're going to talk about that. And the NBA needs Zion. We'll talk about that as well. And as always, guys, we can take your phone call, 225-238-6075, 225-238-6075. Doobie, number one. But as always, guys, GM Varnado and Sons has faithfully been serving the Baton Rouge and Denham Springs area for over 62 years. They take pride in their work and want to earn your business and everything that you do automotively. AC work, big rig overhauls, motor train, motor train chassis, new tires, rotations, whatever you need. Call them today, 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. Give them a call today. Tell them Blake Rafino sent you. And look, I had a guy text me today out of the blue and he was like, Hey man, I went over to GM Varnado and Sons and they took care of me. I mentioned your name. So we greatly appreciate Trey Varnado, Mr. Jerry, Mr. GM Varnado for taking care of the listeners, the proud listeners of Are You Serious Sports. All right, guys, before we have Mike Scarborough on, he's going to be joining us around maybe five, ten minutes. Mike's going to be joining us talking some LSU recruiting, but I want to get to this. And Ed Orgeron went on off the bench with Jordy Collada and T-Bob Bear, like he does pretty much every Tuesday morning at I think around 7 seven thirty, he had a lot to mention he had a, a lot to mention when he talked about LSU and the DB room now we've seen Derek Stingley we know what Derek Stingley's all about we've seen him lock guys down we've seen him lead the SEC in interceptions yes as a freshman he had some bugaboos he was out of position on some of that even his dad coach Derek Stingley talked about that as well but coach O today made some very 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 Strong statements. Very strong statements because not only did he talk about Derek Stingley, but he talked about Todd Harris being back. He talked about Jacoby Stevens being back, coming back for his senior year, and something that was probably the biggest and the most interesting to what Ed Orgeron said is that Jacoby Stevens is around 230. Now, he was always around that 220, 222 range, but has bulked up a little bit coming into this offseason and into this summer. What that tells me, guys, is that he's going to try to play it a little bit of the inside, too, maybe in this nickel and dime package where he can play a little big safety, come up, stuff the run, play in the flat. If he needs to be in deep coverage, he can. But at the end of the day, he's bulking up to play that role, kind of the Isaiah Simmons. But that's not what he talked about. Now, let me preface this before. This is not what Coach O said, but this is going around with pro football focus. A lot of people get analytical and talk analytics when it comes to football and sports in general. But Pro Pro Football Focus said something very interesting. I think it was around two weeks ago. I couldn't find the tweet, 
didn't have a lot of time. But around 90% of the passing attempts that went, that went to Cordell Flott, who is probably going to be your nickel outside of Kerry Vincent and another DB that's going to be starting, 90% were incomplete. <laughs> As a freshman, not only do you have him, you have Radarius Jones, you have Elias Ricks, who Coach O talked about, is going to be a big key to this LSU DB room. But the biggest thing, and like I mentioned right before we opened, and what I mentioned on Billis King last Wednesday, was is that receiver room and that DB room is definitely the deepest. I know you have a lot uh, very deep at defensive line, and O talked about that. But you have a lot of inexperience when it comes to the defensive line. But what you don't have inexperience at is this wide receiver group and this DB room a lot of guys played last season. But Cardell Flott had shown at times locking down Henry Ruggs, locking down Jerry Judy, and to be a true freshman, think about this. There were times in the Alabama game that Cardell Flott locked down two first-round picks across the field from Derek Stingley. Now, you have a guy like Elias Ricks coming in. Now, I get it. We all believe that he's going to be very talented. We all believe that, guys. We all believe that they're going to be very talented. But that's just that corner. That's just a corner. Now that you have Todd Harris back, now that you have Maurice Hampton, who per Ed Orgeron is around 225, that's solid, man. That's solid. And you have some experience back there with Cam Cam Lewis and others. But O made a statement, and some of his and some of what he said today, talking about Flot, is Flot's probably going to be play the nickel, and Elias Ricks will play opposite of Derek Stingley. That guys can't be ba- can't wait to be back again, and I know this isn't about the defensive back again. Again, talked about Andre Anthony, the senior at defensive end. If I've said this once, I've said this a billion times, a billion times, guys. That when Coach O says something, you better take it to the bank, and that's again. I think. At the last eight times that we've heard Ed Orgeron talk, he's mentioned Andre Anthony, who's been there for a while. But something that was very interesting that O mentioned, and obviously we love it now too, is he talked about Bill Bush without saying his name and Corey Raymond, that how much he absolutely loves, I mean absolutely loves, having two coaches, one coach corners and one coach safeties, and the ability of Bill Bush and Corey Raymond being like one and fitting like a glove, and how great this secondary has done with the both of them. Bill Bush has made some great recruiting, done great in recruiting, but he's also done great on the field. We all know about Corey Raymond and his recruiting and the DBs that have come out of LSU, hashtag DBU. You don't call yourself DBU just because you have a couple good corners here or there. No, you're DBU, as always, because not only do you have guys getting drafted, but you have elite guys going into the NFL. You have the best, and I'm, we're, I'm, I mean this, and I think that you know this might be a little bit of bias, but you have the best defensive back in college football back on your team. 
Nick Gidry, what's going on? Devin, what's going on? Blaine Smith, everyone that's joining us, we greatly appreciate it. C. King, Jessica Landis, Hood, we appreciate it. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. I see you do be okay. It sounds good. We'll have Mike Scarborough at 650. We greatly appreciate everyone joining. Go ahead and hit that like and hit that share. Share it to some groups. We appreciate it. So, guys, listen, getting back to O, he mentioned that having the guys back on campus and then they're coming in waves. What I was told today was that Miles Brennan, your starting quarterback, was the first one back. Of the, Yes, there were some people that were already there, but Miles Brennan led the pack, absolutely led the pack in being there first. That tells you a lot about your quarterback. You know who that what that does or what that's like? A Joe Burrow, leading by example. Miles, Bur- Miles Brennan's shown a lot from us just this offseason. O talked today that when he reported he came in at 218, which, look, I can all, we, I, I think we're all upset, not upset, but I think we're all tired about hearing about Miles Brennan's weight, right? Like, it is something that we've talked about religiously, and quite frankly, I'm a little tired of talking about it, but for all of you individuals who talk about Miles Brennan's weight and it being a big deal, Ed talked about that today, saying that he came in at 218, 220. Guess what, guys? You know what Joe Burrow played at last year? You want to take a guess? 219. <laughs> Miles is going to be okay on that round. That has nothing to do, absolutely nothing to do with how the season's going to go. He's going to be fine. He's got to get some experience, and we have to run the football. But the best quote from today, from Ed Orgeron, your head coach of the LSU Fighting Tigers, he says, guys can't wait to be back. Guys, they've missed their teammates as much as I've missed each and every one of them individually. Guys, the the, the passion that Ed Orgeron has for LSU is uncanny. Now, some of you saw my tweet today about Dabo. <laughs> you saw my tweet, my, my tweet today about Dabo. Yes, he might love Clemson, but it doesn't seem like as much as Ed Orgeron loves LSU. Ed's coming for you. Corey Kaye, my man, what's going on? Reginald Cormier, Blake Prest in the comments. I think by the end of the season, he will have one of those monster seasons and Steven leaves. I guess I'm, I'm missing out on something there. Corey Kaye says, listen, when I tell you by the end of the season, we will be monster. That's something too. Okay, sounds good, Dibby. We're having Mike Scarborough, guys, but before we get to him, before we get to him, as I've mentioned before, go to TigerBait.com. That's TigerBait.com. Guys, listen, for 30 days of LSU news, recruiting news, everything inside LSU, for $1, for $1, you can get those 30 days. Just put in the promo code AYS30. That's AYS30. Go to TigerBait.com, and we will know. Look, guys, if you don't follow Mike Scarborough on TigerBait.com right now, it's a great follow. He's got people like Preston Guy and Chase Hoyt who are there, and they they do a lot of interviews with a lot of these recruits. They're on top of it at all times. We're going to have a lot of questions for him tonight. I'm very looking forward to having Mike Scarborough on, and we're going to try to get him now. Last thing before we get to Mike is that Apu Ika came in at 339, and Tyler Shelvin came in at 350. 
So where Ica lost about 11, 12 pounds, Shelvin stayed around the same. I wonder if Shelvin would have had a full spring and a full offseason if he would have trended down a little bit now going to the 4-3. But regardless, guys, these guys are going to play the one-tech where you have the center right here and the guard. They're going to play right here in that one-tech, and they're going to get up the field. So I'm not really concerned about that. Tyler Shelvin's a wrecking ball, an absolute wrecking ball. So, Doobie, let me know when we have Mike Scarborough. But, guys, I, I thought that a lot of what Ed Orgeron had to say today was very big, was very big. He Look, he, when he's breaking down these individuals, when he's breaking down these individual position groups, okay, it's a big deal, and he breaks it down in the depth. It, it's very interesting when you, you talk to a head coach and with the head coach and how they break that down, okay? And you see as how they'll do it and how they look at it into recruiting as well. And that's why I'm excited to have Mike on. All right, uh, Mike, you are live. Mike Scarborough, can you hear me, my man? I can hear you just fine. Awesome, awesome. Man, it's good to have you on. Mike Scarborough from TigerBait.com is joining us. Mike, what's been going on, my man? How are things going in your neck of the woods? Uh, it's going good, man. It's just obviously it's it's been peak recruiting time. Uh, we're all just waiting to see as each day goes by what what – is going to uh, be uh, concrete as far as you know uh, practices and when the uh, co- what all the coaches can do uh, the extent of the football season fans in the stands um, uh, I think everything's been pretty positive I know you had heard talked about Coach Orgeron being on this morning and and what he was saying um, you know I hear he's upbeat but then I was talking to a uh, parent of a recruit last night, and I was hearing that Saban isn't as positive as Orgeron, and he he has some worries about the season. So uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, it's always interesting. It's always interesting to to like I just mentioned right before you came on, Mike, to hear him because look, I mean, we if we if we didn't know this before, we know it by now that we have to read between the tea leaves with O, and when he kind of tells you something. If he gives the old, uh, well, I don't know, <laughs> you you better be, you, you kind of get what's going on. But Mike Scarborough from TigerBait.com joining us, guys, for 30 days for $1. Go to TigerBait.com, put in the promo code AYS30. We greatly appreciate Mike joining us. So, Mike, here's something that I, I know we had talked about and I had sent to you today, but the extension for for coming to campus visits has been extended that there can't that players cannot come until July 31st. What, well, are you that, hearing that, that, that basically? Go ahead. Yeah, that, that basically that, that means the entire summer has been eliminated because July thirty first, uh, August first. You know, just about every every high school you know is is probably start is in practice or or, or starting within days of that date. So uh, they basically have eliminated. You know, I was talking to a prospect earlier today, a, a Louisiana defensive lineman that has got some promise, a twenty twenty two kid. And, and he's the exact kind of kid that I think had there been a spring evaluation period, had there been the normal, you know, June offensive line, defensive line camp, elite camp, he's the type of kid that would have gotten an offer um, and, and may have had it already. And so I think on one hand it's speeding up 21 because obviously we're more than double the, the commitments that we usually see this time of year across the country. But I think it's, it's also slowed down 2022. And like I said last show, it, it's it's hurt some of the 21 kids um, 
it, you know, whether it's uh, Neighbors or Keon Coleman or, or some of the others, uh, the tight end Shield from Alexandria, you know, if those kids would have had a spring evaluation period, if they would have been able to go to camps, instead some of these kids are probably going to have to wait until the football season uh, to see what the offers are. And, and I really do think that there's going to be uh, a slew of decommitments uh, as the months go by and once things start to get back to normal. Um, I, I just think that that's going to happen for sure. But I, th- I think what's going to be the interesting thing to watch is, you know, you remember back in December, the first signing period, and, you know, certainly probably three or four weeks or even a month before then, thinking, man, is LSU actually going to have – are they going to be done? Might they not have any spots open after December? Of course, there was a few. Um I have a feeling that the, the recruiting process might actually go longer to the second period because of what COVID has done. Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be kids that are going to want to take visits. Um, I, I just think that's going to change the thing. I could be wrong, but I think there's going to be more variables for the second period than there were uh, than we've seen the last couple of years. Well, Mike, you bring up some interesting points, and I was talking to a head coach today. And he said that they were going through protocols at the high school with the school board and that, you know, they're having to break down these workouts individually. And, you know, you have to be with a certain group and it's all new to them and they're and they're learning it. And, you know, just talking to him, it felt like, Mike, that they might have it's going to take them close to a month to get everything organized and ready to go. And he said, look, we'll be lucky if we're really going clicking on all cylinders by early July. And, and that's that's just the concern of a lot of them. And I think that what you just said well, hit spot on. Well, and, and I think it's really concerning for line. I think it's really concerning for linemen. You, you've got to get, have linemen in your facilities uh, working and lifting weights. You know, some kids are lucky and that, uh, you know, they, they've got access to, you know, a power rack or, or whatever, you know, they need. And there's other kids that don't. Um, so, I just think there's going to have to be a lot of, of, of on-the-fly decisions made, and they're going to have to be a lot more lenient. Particularly, you know, the LHSA is, is notorious for uh, seemingly never doing the right thing, and I think that's going to, they're going to have to be a lot more flexible uh, you know, this summer than, than they've ever been. And, um, you know, that was one of the things when I was talking to uh, Shane Savoy a few months ago, the offensive coordinator at STM, you know, he had told me there was a rule that, um, you know, that had already been put in place, I think, a year or two be- uh, ago where a-, a school could choose not to have spring football but add an additional, t- I think, 10 days to the start of August. Um, or, yeah, I think it was a week and a half additional practices. So if that rule's still in place, is, is, is that does that make up for it? But then – but you've also got to get your kid in, the, in your weight rooms and, and, and start, you know, getting them ready. And that's the same thing with LSU, but, you know, LSU's going to be fine. I mean, I, I think Moffitt and that staff, what they've been doing on Zoom and just really reaching out to every single kid and monitoring what they're doing, I think, they're, you know, they're going to find out soon enough how effective it's been when they start weighing kids in um, and, uh, you know, start running to see uh, how well they are uh, on the cardio front. But, yeah, uh, I think they're I think they're kind of enthusiastic based on all these kids actually you know do via Zoom and recording their workouts uh, and the LSU strength coaches being able to watch it uh, 
you know, and see what they're doing. Yeah, you know, Mike, that's something interesting that you just bring up there because I have a very good buddy of mine, a very good friend, and he told and his brothers plays right here locally. And he said he told me, he goes, Blake, they're doing these recorded Zoom workouts. And you know how, and I'm not saying any kid does this, you know, but it happens at times, but where a kid will take off maybe a rep here or there, but once they get to these Zoom and they have to record it and the coaches are breaking it down one by one, they're like, man, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> so I just thought it was it was very interesting. Mike Scarborough from TigerBait.com. No, no. Mike, look, uh, what's the uh, feel? Go ahead. And, and, and look, and Blake, in recruiting, they're using that with recruits. Recruits are sending them workout videos. So I think, I think there's some things here that might carry over. Like there's some going to be some lessons learned uh, mm-hmm. post COVID. Like, you know, that actually worked well for us. And, um, you know, I, I, on one hand, I think there's some kids that have gotten hurt by it, but I think there's some other kids that are really getting a, a harder and more, um, I, I guess say, um, focused uh, attention from, from coaches because they're getting those types of workout videos and probably, being, being told this is what, 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 you know, next time you send me one of those videos, I'd like to see this, you know, and right. so, uh, it, it can work that way. Well, and Mike, you made a statement uh, about LHSA being lenient too. And something that was interesting to me was, is my, my cousin who's a head coach, or not a head coach anymore, but is a coach at Franklin High School Baseball, and his dad's the head coach at Franklinton there, Coach Tajon. He talked about, well, they said that football can come back June the 8th, but we can't do anything. I, just making that statement about the LHSA. Mike, I've had, I've had a lot of questions about Musa Sisse on Facebook Live. What can you tell us about Musa Sisse, the five-star center, who says he's going to be committing this week? Now, we don't know what's going to happen with everything going on in our country, but what are you hearing around Musa Sisse to LSU? Um, I, I believe it's going to be LSU and mm. I'm told it could be as early as tomorrow, but likely on Thursday. Oh, wow. Wow. That's huge guys. I'm not sure if you just heard that, but Mike Scarborough with us, Mike, it's interesting because, you know, when he first reclassified, some people have been saying that he was going to do that, but do you know any reason or why he wanted to do this now and right during the pandemic and, and everything going on, why he wanted to reclassify now? Uh, what is, what is, I guess, what's the reasoning behind, behind that? Do you know? Well, yeah. And, and, I, and I've, I've kind of, you know, wanted to get the ins and outs and, and it, can, it can vary from one kid to the next, but, you know, particularly in basketball, you know, we're seeing it more, uh, more and more in recent years where, you know, kids can decide to reclassify. Well, it's like, okay, well, how many hours did they achieve? Uh, you know, did they come from another country? And because of that, you know, you know, what is the criteria as far as what hours were earned before they, they moved into the country? Uh, what courses are they taking, uh, you know, off their current high school campus to amass the, the credits they need, and of course, you know, I mean, you, you, if you're going to make that decision, you, you've got to put in a lot of work, uh, and, and you've got to have uh, it's got to come from from credentialed uh, institutions uh, in order for it to fly with the NCA. But, um, you know, it's kind of well, a new he, phenomenon he that we really work. started seeing it. Yeah, yeah. Well, Mike, let me me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Mike. 
what there there has been a lot of talk around this LSU basketball team and Sissay. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but the NCAA made some some more lenient guidelines to where he could reclassify. Did they not? What was it? Request what? They the NCAA came out with a statement saying that they were going to be a little bit more lenient with academics due to the pandemic, and that's why he said that he was able to reclassify. Is that is that correct? I I I don't know what that means as far as how it looks on his transcript. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I, I think that that's, you know, talking to just Louisiana teachers and what they're doing with the seniors, uh, you know, like the, the graduating seniors had a different criteria than the, than the kids that were juniors and sophomores in high school. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the additional work that the underclassmen in high school had to put through. So uh, but I don't. I don't think you can get admitted into college with if you don't have uh, all the core courses in in what typical freshmen being admitted uh, by the NCAA and cleared have had to had in previous years. I haven't heard that. Gotcha, Mike. We'll get you out of here on this. Another question inside Facebook Live is: Ask Mike hashtag Ask Mike. What has been the focus for LSU recruiting wise? We've seen a lot of guys that have committed from out of state. We had Savion. Jones that committed inside state from St. James. What has been their focus? Are they starting to focus a little bit more on the in-state guys, or are they just still trucking along and moving forward and trying to get as many commits as they can? I don't. I don't know that it's necessarily that you know because it, it, it's the, the commitment list is so weighted out of state that they it's all of a sudden a focus to get the in-state kids. I think they focus on both every day. They're in constant. I mean, I, I talk to these recruits, and they all say, oh, yeah, I talk to Coach Orgeron every day. I mean, mm-hmm. I've had a few recruits send me screen grabs of Coach Orgeron, you know, for, on Zoom, you know, and um, they're just – they're active with all of them. I don't think they're worried about the Louisiana kids that are on their board because they, they know where they stand with them. And if it's tomorrow or August or, or September um, or December, I, I think they're confident. But the focus, I think, right now, just from a position standpoint – uh, is offensive lineman for 21 and, and, you know, where, where you get them. Um, you know, Ruben Fathery, who I kind of had, had thought would be uh, a te- stay home in the state of Texas, ended up uh, committing A&M earlier in the week. Um, but, of course, you know, we're still talking about uh, Dellinger up in Michigan. And, um, you know, you still got the Brockemeyer kids. But I, I think that that's kind of a one to watch. You got Tristan Lay in Virginia. You got Savion Bird. From Duncanville, Texas, I think you know the focus for twenty one. Just looking at the commitment list is really getting that 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 heart, that big group of offensive linemen, and because um, we know the wide receivers are going to be there, particularly you know Chris Hilton and Brian Thomas, um, Zachary mm-hmm. and Walker, um, you know Mason Smith. I, I you know that's been a I I don't see him doing anything but LSU number one player in the state of Louisiana. Sage Ryan, you know, Sage Ryan's one of those kids that he could, he could always say, you know, I'm going to go ahead and do it. Um, or he'll end up, right. you know, doing it in July or August. Um, and mm. I think Chris Hilton will either be June or July. So, uh, and we're in June now. So, um, mm. they're, they're not far off. This is, this is all going to start happening pretty quick. And I think 2022 is going to start, uh, you'll start seeing some movement there, I believe. 
Mike Scarborough from TigerBait.com is our guest. Guys, go to TigerBait.com after the show. 30 days for a dollar. I've been telling you. AYS promo code, AYS30 promo code. Mike, we greatly appreciate it, man. Tell everyone where they can find you stuff. Yeah, go to TigerBait.com. Like you said, uh, AYS30 is a promo code for your audience. You'll get 30 days uh, for $1 instead of the usual 7 And I uh, highly recommend you go with the annual package. You get, you're basically getting three months free. Um, so uh, definitely do the annual. Go to TigerBait.com. we got a lot of recruiting stuff. Uh, coming out through the rest of the week and including a war room, uh, which everybody's usually the number one feature on Tiger Bait. And we're going to be doing our live chat uh, tomorrow. So uh, go to TigerBait.com, at Scarborough Mike on Twitter and, and, and Facebook, uh, TigerBait.com. Mike, it's always a pleasure, my friend. We greatly, we greatly appreciate you coming on anytime you want to. Anytime you got something to put out, let us know. We know we're going we're gonna to push it out, my man. We greatly appreciate it. We'll talk soon. Good stuff, Blake. Talk soon, man. Thanks. Thanks, Mike. This is Mike Scarborough from TigerBait.com. That was a good segment. Definitely diving into Moose and Sisse. Look, that's a big statement by Mike. Look, guys, that's a big, big statement by Mike saying right there that Moose and Sisse, it, it, he feels very strongly that he's going to be coming to LSU. And he, <laughs> if what he just said and the confidence that he said it in, guys, if that happens, like we mentioned yesterday, Will Wade, and this LSU basketball team is going to have a hell of a one. I see you guys on Facebook Live. AYS headbands, AYS shirts, AYS bubblegum, AYS gym shorts. But Gagliano, we are not going to do AYS man thongs. It's not happening. <laughs> Dude, we got people inside of Facebook Live saying that when we do the merchandise that we'll be hitting in the next couple weeks, we should do AYS man thongs. Oof. That's, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go ahead and uh, sleep on that one, Blake. <laughs> you going to sleep in it? No, we ain't getting AYS man thongs. It just ain't happening. Stephen Miller, what's going on? Let's get some AYS mask. Let's get some masks. Well, we're going to get some hats. We're going to get yeah. the shirts. We, we, we have partnered with Extreme Designs out here in Hammond. We're getting it rolling. Look, I want to I make the merchandise perfect. We're going to have the link and the website to go there. So I greatly appreciate it. Everyone joining us, go ahead and hit that like and hit that share. We greatly appreciate it. Look, Mike Scarborough has been doing recruiting for a very, very, very long time. That statement he just made, okay, about Sisse, that he no later than probably Thursday that he's going to be committing to LSU is a big deal, man. It's a big freaking deal. Will Wade, our man. All right, guys, before we get to the next segment, Mike Bazil, financial advisor for all things financial, family planning, retirement planning, business planning. Call Mike Bazil today, 504-343-1576. That's 504-343-1576. Call Mike Bazil today. I had someone give me a testimonial a couple of days ago, talked about Mike saying, hey, look, I needed some life insurance. I needed some disability coverage, starting a new job, need a cover for my family. I gave Mike a call, and he definitely hooked us up, at a, even at a smaller price than what we are paying now. Mike Basile, financial advisor, not just financial thing or all things financial. Give him a call today, 504-343-1576. Look, guys, we're going to get to this, and we have one more sponsor, the Boston, that I love. I'm going to go eat there probably, probably Thursday. Well, we got an incoming call. Okay, take the incoming call. Corey Kaye. Oh, it's Corey Kaye. Kaye, what happened? Kaye. 
Oh, oh. Corey. See, he calls in. Look what Kaye does every time he calls in. <laughs> Kaye, can you hear us? It's Dude, are you serious right now? <laughs> I mean, it took you that long to respond? <laughs> hey, hang up and, and call yeah, back. He, yeah. He, he Go ahead and hang up. up and call back. Stephen Miller says, yo, the Boston Roll never disappoints. Everything, everything at the Boston is on point. Our new sponsor is the Boston Restaurant. They're phenomenal. You know what, Debbie? Go ahead and put them up there. Put them up there. The Boston Restaurant. Look, guys, you want the best sushi in town? They got it. You want the best steaks in town? They got it. You want the best seafood in town? They got it. I have never in my life had anything from the Boston that I don't love. Call them in for reservations today. All right, go ahead. Let's take the call. All right. You are on. What's up? Oh. Okay, so Corey Kai is our guest, I'm assuming, correct? That is correct. Uh, I just wanted to hit a dang old ringtone, bro. Man, <laughs> I, was, I told Blake. I like bling, huh? So, I, when I went to do it, we literally got flagged for playing six seconds of that song. I'm not even, it's ridiculous. That's horrible. Yeah, That's YouTube, horrible. YouTube, uh, and it's no big deal. They just muted, but it's the fact that for six seconds of a song that you, you get flagged. Yeah, we won't be able to play bad boys for you. I can see Kaye, it, what's happening tonight? At work, bro, last night. I'm not going to hold y'all long, bro. Y'all got a busy show. Did you get my screenshot, uh, Blake? I used my, my phone as the camera, and I did not bring my iPad in here again like a dummy, so no, I didn't get it. I saw it was a screenshot of something, but I – I didn't see it. Yeah, it's just from my boy. Uh, he just let me know how things are going over there. They're doing some physicals and stuff, getting ready. He said everybody looks to be in tip-top shape and fired up. So you're talking about an LSU player currently that said that mm -hmm. he's in there and things are going well, correct? Yes, sir. Yes. Sir. How many people there did he say? What's that? Did he say how many people were there? No, I didn't even ask, man. Gotcha. Shut up. Okay, I'm sorry. Not y'all. Oh, uh, yeah, I ain't going to hold y'all long. You better catch long, that call, boy. You better catch that call. Go me. It ain't. It, it's not me. <laughs> Corey Kaye is also a police officer. Corey, we greatly appreciate your service, man. Listen, what do you think? I know. I, I think I asked you this last night. I'm not sure if I did. What do you think about the – you think MLB, do you think they're going to play this season? God, I hope so. I, I need some baseball minus the Yankees. Okay, go ahead and hang up. Hang on, Thanks, Blake. Kanye. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> no, I, I mean, you can't call the show. You can't call the show. I, I have to deal with you every day. Oh, he hung up. Okay, he hung go. up. <laughs> uh, Corey Kaye. I love that guy, man. I love that guy. AYS live from Don Seafood. AYS live from Raising Canes. I could go for some canes right now. Stephen Miller. Moffitt said on Hester's show today that they are only going to have 25 players at a time in the weight room. I did see that. I did see that, Corey. 
Sam Bacon, I know who's a high school coach, and uh, Coach Clay Tajon, who was on with us last week, talked about the same, about only having 25 guys, and they have to stay at the same exact group. They can't they can't be uh, – they have to lift with that same exact group. So if someone tests positive, they can pull them out and stuff like that. That's crazy. And Stephen Miller, you, you sent me this today on Facebook. When the Saints go to camp this year – when the Saints go to camp this year, they can't leave the facility. Doobie, did you see that? For two whole months, the Saints can't leave. It's like it's like a two month slumber party. Wait, like when you say leave, they like they they have to they stay on site twenty four seven, sleep yeah, there. They have to stay per the NFL and Adam Schefter. They cannot leave the facility. Now, obviously, they leave the facility to go for a preseason game, which right now doesn't look very likely. Okay, they might do away with the preseason games and go straight into football. Hmm. If the NFL does that, they're gonna they're gonna regret it because football is gonna be great. I mean, you don't do that, you don't do that in college football. But it, it's it's crazy. Chase Orgeron, I see you black and brew. I got to get my boy Anthony Dons. I'll go over there. Sam, go ahead and uh call back in. I just seen your notification. Yeah, Sam Bacon. If you're watching, he is. Go ahead and call him. My man, Sam Bacon's about to have a have another kid. Stephen Miller have to clean up the whole weight room after 25 players work out in the midst of training. Yeah, man. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, what's even crazier, instead of doing two big weight workouts, you got to do four now. I mean, presuming you have 100 players, okay, 25, 25, and 25. I mean, they're going to get their money, their money's worth this season. They're just going to get their money's worth. It, you know, I feel for them. But look, Talking about that, they're doing, they might do the same thing with, and this is what I was bringing up with the NBA. The NBA is going to do 22 teams. So this is why I talked about, uh, or in the, in the title, if the NBA needed Zion, okay, they need Zion. Why would you take 22 teams? Look, they're going to want the, the Zion to go up as, as the eight seed or however they're going to structure it going against the Lakers in a seven game series. They're going to push that to the max. So. I know that some news has been coming out today with Zion and Duke, and they're saying, we demand you. We demand you to do that. Get out of here with that bullshit, man. You can't demand someone to do anything. Excuse my language. I'm sorry about that. Incoming call. Go ahead. All right. You're on. You're on live with Blake Rafino and RU Series Sports. Who do I have the pleasure of talking to tonight? What's happening, Rafino? It's Sam Bacon. Sam Bacon, boy, let me guess. You have everything packed and ready to go. You're about to be a daddy for the fourth time. You got a natty light. You're watching AYS on the TV. Am I, am I getting close? Man, you, you, you were so warm until you got on the TV. I'm actually watching it on my phone. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Sam Bacon, what's going on, my man? Not much, man. Not much, man. Just, you know, getting everything ready, you know. Enjoying your sports show. I hear you. I appreciate you calling in. Sam, I don't know how much you can say. I don't want to put you in a tough spot, but it looks like we're going to be having some high school football in the fall, huh, with some same of those guidelines that Stephen Miller was talking about? Yeah, like what Stephen was saying, you know, that, you know, definitely want to go into phase two and see what we can do. But uh, that's like a lot of people have heard and, or saw the restrictions, the precautions, you know, um, it's something. It's 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 moving in the right direction. So hopefully to have football in the fall. 
Well, you said that you might have to be calling plays and doing stuff in a hazmat suit, huh? <laughs> <laughs> hopefully that don't come. To, hopefully that doesn't come. But you know, this this the restrictions. You know, the senator. The, you know, the player safety. You know, the, the cleanliness. You know, uh, having groups to themselves. Uh, There's stuff that you normally on a normal year you don't do, but now you have to adapt to it, and it's going to take us a while to do. Sam, and, and, and I mean, this is how I've always played football, high school, southeastern, whatever. You normally have two workout groups, right? In the morning and the in in the evening. I mean, I, I'm some, I'm yeah. assuming I'm assuming you're going to have to do four now, right? Depending on how many or you get what I'm saying. Depending on how many players you have coming each individual time, but that's what you're having to do, right? Have more than two. Yeah, on our normal basis, we have a morning group and an afternoon group. Uh, coach goes in the morning and the coach is in the afternoon. Uh, but now it's like, you know, now you're going to have to divide them up in more groups. Oh, wow. And, you know, um, but like I said, it's, it's a, it's a step in getting sports back. It is a step. And look, the kids are the number one concern. Okay. The college kids, the, the high school kids, especially it's, it's, our biggest concern, and we get that, okay? What would you – I guess the question I'd have for you, Sam, is what would you tell the parents so that they would feel safe? What precautions will you guys take to make sure that their babies are safe? I mean, I like one of the precautions is this sanitizing the entire weight room, you know, all stations, everything that's been touched, you know, doorknobs and all that, uh, to pre-screening kids making sure that parents stay there, you know, if they pass the temperature, whatever, you know, what, the, what device, which it depends on what device you're using. You know, if a kid registers 103 temp, you got to go. You know, if on this device, if it's a 99 point whatever temp, then, you know, they have to go. But is this, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to take the proper steps to make sure, sure that our kids are safe and we're not going to cross boundaries or try to do something extra. Mm-hmm. Well, look, I, I talked to somebody today and some people know my real day job and he went to the hospital and he's carrying a huge crate into the hospital and they check his temperature and he's at like 107. Well, it's all, it's 90, 90 degrees outside and he just walked this thing a half a mile. And yes, his temperature is going to be up, but that's not the case where all this stuff's going on. When the kids come in, you check the temps, make sure that they're safe. Sam, before you have the baby, congratulations again. Congratulations, Mario! Serious. You got anything else for us before before we let you go? No, much, man. Hey, y'all been doing a heck of a job since all this stuff started. And hey, I'm just waiting on some my package. You know, my natural light, my AYA. I package. told you. I t- oh, all right. You know what? <laughs> I told you I'm going to send you the cash for the natty lights. You know what? That's done. I'm going to send it to you personally. I'm going to put them in a box. I'm going to ship them to you. I'm going to need your address after the show. Hey, last thing, I want to give a shout-out to Brandon Lejean over at Courtesy of GMC over in Ambassador Caffrey in Lafayette. I know he called me out last night. I told him I'd call, <laughs> you, call in on the show, give him a shout-out, you know. I appreciate it. Sam, we greatly appreciate it. You we do what Brandon y'all do, it, Blake. Appreciate y'all, man. Yes, hey, you did go ahead and tag him in here and tell him that you just gave him a shout-out. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to. All right, brother. Peace out. Sam Bacon, he's okay. always fun to have He's always very fun to have. All right, Dibu, you got anything else for us? Anything in sports that you've seen that you just kind of thought was like, 
head scratching. You know, Stephen Miller said something that's crazy. He said, it's funny that to me that kids can play travel ball, but you can't even throw passes to people with a football for college football. Did you know that? Like, you can't even throw football and run routes and get to seven on seven, which is crazy. Anything you saw? No, that's what I was looking around. It's, it's, I mean, I guess I get it, man. They got to cover, you know, everybody has to cover themselves. Up, oh, up. Oh. Is Before it the gags? I, we have gag. Okay. All right. Hold on. Gag. What? What's up? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> What's going on? What's happening, guys? Gag Dylan? What's happening? Not, not much. Not much, brother. Just getting ready for the for, for the weekend, man. Got busy weekend. A lot of betting going on. I hear you. What you what you what you what kind of betting you doing? We could do some NASCAR this weekend. We could do some ponies, of course. We're gonna try to upgrade to Miller High Life, hopefully, from a PBR weekend. You know, <laughs> that type of thing. Uh, Gagzilla, we appreciate you calling. In. Gags, here's a question I got for you. You do a lot of college betting, college football betting? Absolutely. How many times did you take LSU last year in the over? Probably 90% of the time. <laughs> so the 10% of the time is before you knew this offense is that explosive, I'm assuming, right? Yes, absolutely. You're right. You nailed that one. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. I had. I had a lot of. I think I liked a lot of LSU fans. I had a lot of doubts about the offense. I knew Burrow was good, but did we think Burrow was that good? You know what I mean? And and like right. I'm saying, like you like you said earlier with Miles Brennan again, I'm just tired of hearing about the Miles Brennan criticism. We get what? Let's let the kid play. You know, if you want to criticize him, come week eight. You know, LSU's maybe like five and three or something. God forbid. I hope that's not the case, but. Got, you know, LSU's having a rough year or something. Let's criticize the kid, Dan. It's unfair to, mm-hmm. the, to the kid who hasn't done anything wrong yet for, for so many fans to be criticizing him. Like I said, I still stand by my pick 40 touchdowns, brother. I, look, that that's huge. I'm not going to go that route. Okay, I think he gets to, he can get to 30, 35. I'm not going to go to 40. I think that I, I'm just not going to go there yet. Now, can he? Yes. Is there a strong possibility? Yes, I'm just not going to go there. Jamie Fortin, Fortenberry, what's going on? Gags, I'm going to tell you a story real quick. The only game that I really betted, okay, was the Texas game because I'm like, you know what, I'm going to throw some money on here. I threw $100. Okay, well, obviously, I threw $100 on the over, and I won pretty significantly, right? And I was like, you know what? Right. The next time I bet, they're going to Rudy poo the bed and I'm not going to do it. Well, so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to bet for Auburn. Lost all the money I won week two. So, you know what? I I, I, I just like, I'm going to let this season be pure <laughs> and let it keep going. Gags is our guest. Gags, what, uh, what else are think you thinking? Uh, what, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. What you got? I was going to ask you the question of the NBA. Now, are you a big NBA fan? Big NBA fan. Love the pals. Okay. It's you know that the twenty second team in the NBA right now, do you know who they currently are standings wise, if I'm not mistaken? Twenty second team. It's gotta be somewhere in the West. It is in the West. They're very close to you. Is it it's not no, it's not the Spurs, huh? 
if I'm not mistaken, now I was trying to fact check this because I had a thought before the show and I couldn't get to it. I'm pretty sure it's the Pelicans. So the you're Pelicans cutting off. Okay, so if that's the case, and all of you can fact check me on this, okay? But if they're the 22nd team, if you're going to bring regular season games back, why do you stop at 22 if you don't want Zion going up against LeBron in a playoff series? Like, is it? Does I'm not saying it's conspiracy theory here, but do you find that a little bit fishy? It is fishy, and it goes back to you know pro. I guess you could say pro referees and organizations going against New Orleans teams for some reason. You know, it's it's like the NBA. You hear stories one week, the NBA wants Zion, and now word comes out today because we got Zion and Duke rumors and things going on of that nature that. Now the NBA doesn't want Zion to be to somehow be in the playoffs. I did read that today, actually. That the NBA, some some people in the NBA organization don't want Zion to get into the playoffs. I just think well, that's completely retarded. Up, that's completely know, retarded. They're yeah, not going to do that. Adam that. Silver would never let that happen because he's the most marketable player outside of LeBron, especially coming up now. They're not going to do that. Should. Should he have to answer questions to the NCAA? No. Okay? He doesn't have to answer anything because he doesn't play for him anymore. He's not in the NCAA. So I don't know what they're going to do there, but I'll tell you this, Gags, if they if he doesn't answer questions, Duke's in some trouble here. The Heat's turning up. <laughs> Absolutely, Duke's getting in some trouble. They might get some sanctions and within certainly college basketball in next year. Uh, I'd hate to see some penalties, but then again, it's Shashevsky and Duke. You know, we just swipe it under the rug like we do with Kentucky. You know, Kentucky and Duke, they like on this blue tier. And then, like, little LSU commits a little foul with Will Wade, and, you know, we give them the paddle. You know what I mean? It's, it's one of those. Well, and sports teams. That- I would hate to see that for Duke, really. I'm not the biggest Duke fan, but I would really hate to see that for Duke. You know why? Because. You have Patino that's back in the uh, – Rick Patino who's back coaching college basketball at Iona Trailer University. Okay, so he can coach college basketball after having strippers on campus and in a dorm room. But, hey, let's go after Zion, right? Right. I tell you what, going back to Patino. I tell you what, going back to your uh, Patino comment, Patino would be nice to get some makers mock with one day. <laughs> 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 man i don't trust that maker's mark he might bill cosby my drink bro he might uh he might kevin spacey my drink anyway, i love it gags. hey y'all i just want to say look just say i just want to say fuck up thank y'all man for keeping us entertained during this pandemic and send me some merch please all right, we're we're getting it. If so, I, we're getting it. Trust me, I'll let you know when the merch is coming. We're working out the deal with Extreme Designs, and we'll have the link and the website up and ready to go in a couple weeks. All right, y'all. Doobie, take care. Rafino, you take care, brother. All right. Thank y'all you, buddy. We'll talk, we'll talk to you, brother. All right. All right. Well, all right. man, this has been a uh, very good show. We've been at it about an hour. Doobie, you got anything, brother? Yeah, I wanted to touch on one thing. It's uh. Definitely off subject to what you were just talking about, but are they making a little bit of a big deal about the Henry Ruggs injury? Um, did you, you know, read into that? Yeah, I did. They're not. I mean, listen, when you have a first-round pick, if you guys didn't see, Henry Ruggs was helping a a friend. We got a caller? 
Go ahead and answer it. Yon live with Blake Rafino and RU Series Sports. Who do I have the great pleasure of talking to tonight? Hello. <laughs> Who there? Uh, I'm like a really big fan of your show. <laughs> And I, I, really, I really like what y'all are doing, okay? Okay. Who who do I have the pleasure of talking to? Uh, uh I, I don't I don't give out my name like that. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? If you don't give us a name, hold on, Doobie. If you don't give us a name, we gotta call we gotta cut you off. All right. You cut him off, Doobie? I think I'm pretty sure that I pretty I know who I, I'm pretty sure I knew who that was. That's why I said let him roll. Uh huh. Because they he told they told me today that they were going to do that. I will get the number. We'll get the number when we come back. At first, I, I we'll see. We'll get it. Yep. <laughs> no, he's not going to do it. He's just playing around. I like your show. <laughs> hey, it's funny. You got to give it that. You got to get it that. All right, guys, we're going to go ahead. Oh, wait, you're talking about the Henry Ruggs. Let's get to this right quick, Doobie. No, I don't think it's a big deal about the Henry Ruggs and people making a big deal out of it. He, for everyone who didn't see, Henry Ruggs was helping a friend move, and he got he got in between a trailer and I think the truck and got pinned could have been very, very bad. Missed an artery. Um, I don't think it's a big deal, Doobie, when it talks about, like, are people making it too big of a deal? No, because when you have a first-round pick, a guy technically hasn't been played, uh, paid the $16 million that he's owed. I mean, it's, it's big news when it's a first-round pick. You don't really think it was that big of a deal? Uh, I felt like I... I got a notification earlier, like it, it was like a would be out for like the beginning of the season kind of thing. Like I want to almost pull it up, um, and I'm reading right here. His dad was saying it's like a small, like cut, um, but it says he's pretty much quote unquote okay. I'm about to go well, out there and see him punctured. in a little bit. They said it punctured. Did it go through his entire leg? Did it say that? It just says it was just a little open wound on his leg, comma, a little incision. Like something had stuck him right there on his thigh a little bit in exact words. Well, you would have, I'm going to be, you're saying the dad said that? Yeah, but I felt like I got a notification like this was a, a way, like much more serious than what I'm reading right here. That's why I'm like, well, I'm a bit confused well, now. Came out with a tweet and immediately deleted it, saying that I'm fine. It missed the artery. We're doing okay. I'm doing okay. So I think when it when he tweeted the it, artery might have been a little much to throw in there. <laughs> well, I mean, he went to the doctor. I mean, the doctor that he went to, and I, I think uh, uh, Las Vegas doctor actually was flown to him, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, now he deleted all these tweets, and I couldn't get back to him because I wanted to talk about it. But and and by the way, Justin Ross, who is another receiver out of Clemson, Godspeed to that young man too, man. That that's tough. But we'll see. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I want to know. Look, I, I mean, he's a first round pick. He's owed seventeen, eighteen million dollars. I don't, I don't, I think it's okay. What well, else you got? I think that's it, man. Um, 
I was trying to uh, pull up anything that we may have missed as far as uh, any late or breaking news. Mm-hmm. Other than that, Blake, I uh, believe that's it. Awesome, guys. Guys, listen, we will not. I just got. We'll we not be doing a show tomorrow, so we have the night off. I guess we don't really can say that we have the night off, Dibby, when we run our own shit. But, <laughs> <laughs> but we're not gonna have tomorrow. We'll probably do a, try to do a show Saturday or Sunday and catch back up so that we have these even numbers. Guys, my name is Blake Rafino. We had Doobie Lane, as always, back on the ones and twos. I greatly appreciate you guys joining us and following us tonight. Mike Scarborough was awesome, as always. We're going to be having some guests coming on, bigger guests, just like Mike was. We greatly appreciate it. Hit that like and hit that share. Follow AYS and SEC Gumbo. We're out, guys. Peace out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards.